Welcome to the Exec MBA Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. So in this episode of the podcast, I'd like to feature a conversation I recently recorded with my colleague, Callie Thompson. Callie is Director of Executive Degree Programs at the Darden School, and she and I recently sat down to talk a little bit more about Leadership Residency One, what it entails, all the planning that's involved in making this week happen, as well as what she really enjoys about working with executive format students. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Callie Thompson. Callie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Brett. All right. What a special day this is. We are literally one day before the start of orientation. We're sitting here in Charlottesville in the Darden Media Studios. Orientation starts tomorrow with check-in at 11 a.m. How are you feeling? Oh man, we are feeling so excited, so ready. We're busy, but we are we are uh, we're really looking forward to welcoming the class. I know that this is a very hectic week for your team. You have a lot of great people. We've had some of these folks on the podcast already. Uh, long-time listeners will know Kathy Maslow from the sound of her voice. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she is instrumentally involved with making orientation and LR1 happen. Um, do you want to talk a little bit more about all the planning and everything that goes into executing? Yeah, this? well, certainly when you think of LR1 and orientation, you think of Mama Maz, Kathy Masloff. Um, she's such a great member of the team, not just for her sort of attention to detail, which certainly there are tons and tons of details involved here, um, but just the spirit. I think what's in, what's important this time of year is to uh, not actually get bogged down in the details, but to keep all the energy focused on uh, welcoming the students. This is one of the only times that um, the whole group is together in Charlottesville. So it's actually really special for that reason. And we're trying to to continually ask ourselves, um, what are we doing and how can we make it better year year after year? Yeah, you're right. Uh, We are now a Roslyn-based program for the weekend residency. So uh, LR1, Leadership Residency 1, and Leadership Residency 2 are really the students' opportunities to spend time here on grounds in Charlottesville. Uh, So trying to uh, introduce them to Charlottesville and give them as much of an opportunity to explore Charlottesville as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, one of the questions that we get from prospective students often is, what is LR1? What happens uh, during during that week? Um, I will say from an admissions standpoint, you know, we go from round to round to round, deadline to deadline, uh, September typically through June. And this is the first time we get to see everybody as a full class. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously really thrilling and exciting for us. Uh, the students are together first for the first time as a full class, and they have a really full week of activities. Mm-hmm. So you want to talk a little bit more about what LR1 is all about? Absolutely. It's a really good question because in some ways, LR1 is not the case study that you should use to understand the program at large, right? It's, it's unusual, and it's in a lot of ways, but it's so important. Um, the positioning of it in the uh, overall curriculum is important. It begin, it kicks things off. There's a, um, a, a course just like it at the end that we call LR2 um, that ends the the program. And something about those bookend experiences, we hear from students year after year that, that it was, it's, it's, an, it's an intense week, um, in, both socially um, and um, academically, because it's so many days in a row. Um, but really, it's so enriching, it's orienting, um, and it gets you, um, it's sort of a, a little bit of a boot camp mixed with, I don't know, summer camp, like there's something so, um, so, so nice about perfect strangers coming together and starting to really get to know to know each other, not just as as new friends, but as classmates and, and engaging with professors um, in, in the very beginning of the school year as well. So it is um, 
you know, the pace is a little bit different than you would experience her regular residencies um, in a couple of ways. I mentioned the number of days, but also there's um, a lot more team work um, in, involved as well. So in the mornings, we get into a rhythm in the classroom that is um, absolutely similar in a lot of ways to what students experience throughout their 20 months in the program, 21 months. Um, but the afternoons is where we get into some teamwork um, that's really a lot of fun and and um, gets folks used to working with one another. Um, for people who have been out of school for a couple years, this week is, is a great week to sort of reorient them in that way, to remember remember what it feels like to hit deadlines, to to have assigned readings, and to show up prepared for class. And there are obviously materials that are made available in advance uh, should someone be interested in getting a jump start on things. So uh, we talk a little bit about some of the resources we've made available for the first time this year. Uh, modules of MBA math were, were made available to the students. Uh, we also have uh, a class called Business Fundamentals that, that we open early if someone wants to work on that as a brush up uh, quantitatively. Uh, you all, we also just uh, a week or so ago released the LR1 reading materials, mm-hmm. and students can get a jump start on that. Um, when you think about you know how students navigate this first week, uh, what do you encourage students to think about, or what are some of the challenges that you see people you know sort of encounter, and, and how do you encourage them to work work through it? It's a great question to. In part, what students I find are struggling with is how do I make this jump from my normal life to uh, normal life plus full-time student? Because this is this is a program that requires um, certainly has a lot of academic rigor involved, but but certainly also has demands on the schedule. So maybe what I would be thinking about is to the extent possible taking advantage of the resources that you just mentioned that will at the very least make you feel more confident coming in the door. Um, spending time with friends and family, kind of getting some R&R before you were to start school. And then once you're here, just being here, trying at the very best you can to minimize the number of work calls that come in. Set expectations with your colleagues and professor, and, uh, and I say professors, <laughs> your, your bosses uh, early so that you're not, um, you know, having to, to balance, uh, strike that balance day in and day out. You are um, and should be, I hope, really offline during the time that you're in class and with each other as as you're with your new classmates. So those are some tips I would have. Yeah, we hear repeatedly from the current students. You know, we, we do an ongoing advice series throughout the summer uh, months on the Admitted Student blog about, you know, how do you navigate these these 21 months? What are some things that wish you would have known, some things you found helpful? Communication is invariably part of, of the advice. Uh, communication at work, at home, communicating often, uh, trying to minimize, at least as you're getting started, external time commitments, mm-hmm. right? So really simplifying what are the most important things for me to do. I may not be able to go to every wedding, every birthday party, every social activity, uh, but prioritizing your time and then sort of building from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we know uh, that it takes most students probably a few quarters to really feel like they've got you know, everything sort of under control and they know a schedule that works well for them. The other people in their life understand that schedule too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, but LR one is is not all class, right? Oh, absolutely um, not. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun during the week too. Absolutely, and class is fun, of course. Yes, of course. Um, at, you know, our, with the professors that we have uh, during LR one, they they also are feeling what, very much what the staff is feeling, which is this excitement to welcome people into the Darn community. Um, but 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 class is is um, you know there's homework for class, so so there's that. What there's not homework for is all sort of the socializing and um, experiences that we have outside of class. So we do, uh, you know, we try to make the most of meal times. We try to go um, places that are meaningful to students, particularly in the Charlottesville area. So we've got a plan event um, for tomorrow, actually, for the first day where we'll go to one of my play- favorite places in Charlottesville, Carter Mountain, which offers um, a really beautiful view of the entire city. Um, we have a couple other experiences off site that have, um, uh, well, have to do with the case competition, which is our team based uh, activity. So sort of merging the co-curricular social with, you know, what is actually uh, in support of the course itself um, so that we're not taking you away from um, from from what your class needs are the next morning. I think we try to strike the balance of um, offering enough activities that people can sort of take a break, but then also not distract too much from what the next morning has. I think there's a lot of, you know, back to school anxiety. Sometimes people feel like, how will I get it done? Have I prepared enough? Um, you know, I could, could I be preparing more? And, uh, and you know, we want to we want to sort of make sure that people get their needs met. I guess one piece of advice, in addition to, you know, uh, people preparing themselves, reading, I, is another area, which is just show up with an open mind. Sometimes you won't have prepared. Sometimes you won't know what to expect. Um, but we've got you. And I think that that's something that we try to say over and over again is while all this information is, is useful to know in advance, when you're here, we're going to take care of you. The professors will, the staff will. We're going to be partners with you in this journey so that you know um, sort of how to navigate it along the way. So, Yeah, we do stress that um, this is a community. You know, Absolutely. This is not just I'm coming to get an MBA and then I'm just here for the credential. That, that you are joining a community, executive MBA a community, a broader Darden family, uh, but certainly – Within the class, you have your classmates, you have a learning team, yes. you have the program staff, you have other executive MBA students, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the great things this year uh, is we actually had members of our class of 2020 who said, hey, I want to help out. I, I want to share some of this wisdom, some of these things that I wish I would have known uh, with the incoming students. So we had a webinar yep. um, with with members of our class of 2020, the actual section reps for Charlottesville and Roslyn, uh, which was really well re- well received at was great. Uh, students were super helpful, um, and you know, we're obviously looking for additional ways to continue to build those bridges between the classes because it's you know it's a network within a network. Absolutely, and people come in with all types of their own personal support networks. Maybe their um, partners, maybe their friends, um, family members, and um, absolutely the ways in which the program has started to um, facilitate and engage the the, the second year students and and. and and bridge the gap there so that they can help each other. They they know better than anyone what the experience is like. So so I'm excited for the ways that we're going to continue um, not just that new initiative, which which thank you, Brett, for, for supporting that and getting those students um, engaged early. But we do ex- plan to have early in the fall, close to the first exam period. We know that, you know, anxiety runs high close to the very first exam period, what to expect, what to, how to prepare. Um, and so we'll get the students, those same students, and plus a few of their classmates back um, to to be in front of this, this incoming class. Um, 
I mentioned other support networks. Um, that's another uh, initiative that we're we're trying to focus on this year, which is how do we bring family members, friends into the, the fold earlier so that they know t- that they too are part of, you know, the Darden community. And um, I think students benefit from having, um, you know, all those sort of various groups. You mentioned learning teams. The, cl- the, the fact that this is a cohort-based program also means that you can rely on one another. Um, all the various support teams just coming together early in the program so that you've got those relationships. And we also have clubs and organizations. Um, I was in Roslyn yesterday, uh, wrapping up things before heading down here to Charlottesville. Uh, Emma Kanukin, friend of the podcast, uh, was there writing notes to all the women in our Uh class of 2021. Um, They will receive those notes when they show up for orientation check-in. That's a bit of an annual tradition here. It is, Um, yes. I'm not surprised to hear that, and I'm so glad to hear it. I I think that that, the the, the club support is absolutely, uh, you know, exciting. I know that the clubs, this time of year, the the second-year students are really excited to um, to start to spread the word about the club activities, maybe recruit new membership and new leadership um, later on, and and, and that's actually good for Emma. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, and we've we've had – really proactive leadership. Um, so Emma was on the podcast talking a little bit about what new our network of executive women was hoping to accomplish uh, in the coming year. I uh, had Candy Jones on the podcast. She is the new pre- newly elected president of our Black Executive MBA student organization, Morgan Oblinsky, who is vice president for admissions for our veteran executive students at Darden Club. Uh, so all of these folks, you know, they, they're ambitious. They want to accomplish things, but ultimately their motivation is to make the program better um, and to continue to help us improve, which is fantastic. Absolutely. There's such amazing partners in that way. So the other thing that I think about when I think about orientation at R1 is making sure that students feel a connection to the university. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are not only Darden students. They are not only executive MBA students. They are also the University of Virginia students. And so um, you want to talk about some of the things that that are ongoing this week yeah. uh, that, that are sort of pointed in that direction? Well, thank you for bringing that up. I think that's such a good reminder to all of us. Um, we are all Wahoos here, so uh, that's what's what's going to be exciting. We've got a few students in the incoming class who who are already, um, you know, UVA alums, um, and then of course we're going to welcome a whole new batch, and so that's absolutely an important identity. And I think the 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 opportunity we have on Sunday is actually to go over to main grounds and to spend some time at the Colonnade Club, to spend some time um, touring the lawn and learning more about the rich, rich history of the university. Um, and uh, that's sort of woven without, uh, throughout the, uh, the the program, actually. Um, even though we're going to be in D.C., um, we're going to try to make sure that people have access to um, – you know, moments to gather and to cheer on the sports teams. We had a lot, obviously, of activity last March. And so um, students were really excited to, to get together at, um, at different bars within Roslyn and cheer on the cheer on the team. So, um, you know, we hope to sort of begin that relationship uh, early during orientation. And um, this week we also plan to go over to Scott Stadium um, and 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 make enough time in the program for people to also just explore Charlottesville and UVA on their own. And for those of you who are wondering, Scott Stadium is the football stadium here yes. at the University of Virginia. And uh, some press outlets have reported that the University of Virginia Cavaliers are actually the early favorite to win the ACC Coastal Division. Woo! 
What a time to be an incoming executive MBA what student. What a time. And we actually um, expect that Cavman himself, our, um, our mascot, and uh, uh, how would you describe Cavman? Uh, We've so, not seen him. So there's actually two Cavmen. Uh, there is the Cavman on a horse. Yes. <laughs> and then there, which is a live person on a horse that rides in, in, in at the beginning of football games. It's very dramatic. Yes. Uh, there's also what I think is known colloquially here in the Charlottesville metro, mostly amongst kids, as Squishy Cavman, which is uh, the, the more mascot-oriented yes. Cavman. We will have the latter join okay. us on Friday. We're very excited to have the students meet the, the non-horse Cavman uh, this Friday and uh, hopefully get us uh, a little bit more fluent in our cheers um, and, and uh, spirited going into this fall. Well, let's just talk about the Executive MBA Talisman. Uh, for UVA Athletics, um, our class of 2019 was here in Charlottesville for their second le- leadership residency when the men's basketball team won the national championship. Yes, they were. I can only imagine that having executive NBA students uh, stop by Scott Stadium right before the season gets started, it seems to uh, bode well for the football team. Absolutely. I think we were the good luck charm. Absolutely. So, um, so Callie, a little bit about you. Um, we've obviously talked a ton about orientation LR1 and answered, I think, what are a lot of the questions that prospective students have. Um, what, what do you enjoy about, about the work that you do and, and, and this population in particular? Um, the two have been a part of my life for um, several years now. Prior to Darden, I was also working with this population in another school. I think there's something so exciting about working with people who are committed to uh, lifelong learning, committed to um, the notion that there's um, there's always room for more growth and advancement and change and um I can't believe sometimes what our students pull off, the fact that they become parents during this program, the fact that they become, um, they get new jobs, um, maybe promotions, they take on more responsibilities in their personal lives, um, in their professional lives, and they still show up to class, uh, you know, every every night for distance learning, every weekend for residencies. So I, I, I get excited to work with people, and no matter how hard I feel like I'm working, I always can look to the people around me and think, man, if if our students are, are pulling this off, we can work that much harder for them. Um, yeah, that's what gets me excited about this yeah, I, job. I'm constantly amazed by uh, what people do in addition to this program. So many prospective students will say, like, you know, uh, what's it like to be a parent? Or they ask about these things. There's important questions. Uh, and I'm always struck by the fact that we have people who have have children, moms that be, you know, moms, dads, add add members to their family, continue right along, managing everything, and you know we have people you know change jobs and a lot of other life stuff that happens while people are here. Life does not stop while you are an executive MBA student here at Darden, uh, but you have support, and um, you know I think that's the important thing to, to to remember. And I'm always struck by how much. The level of investment uh, your team brings to uh, supporting these students and, you know, how far you're willing to go to make sure that they have an incredible experience here. Oh, absolutely. I We have such a great team. Well, your team as well. I think that's the consistent sort of uh, culture around here that the, 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 the teams at Darden that are available to students to help anything ranging from um, the financial aid options available to you to navigating, you know, global experiences abroad, um, my, you know, professional 
professional advancement. It's it's pretty remarkable how committed everyone is. And I think it's that. I think they get their energy uh, and their devotion from the students themselves. This is a unique type of person who who, who applies and, and proceeds with a, an executive MBA degree. Yeah, absolutely. So we talked about Carter Mountain as being you know something that you're looking forward to. Any other other things that you're looking forward to? Orientation LR one. What what do you think will be the highlight highlight for you this week? If you had to guess. Well, I did mention there's a little friendly competition going on. Mm-hmm. I think that that will be really exciting. So it culminates. It goes throughout the week, but then it, on Friday morning, that will be the end of it. So I'm excited because there is sort of a almost a pep rally feel to it. Um, there's some, you know, you talked about UVA sort of pride, and we've got – there will there will be lots of balloons involved this week, mm-hmm. oh. lots of cheer. So I think that that's what I get excited about is just watching people go, like I mentioned, from perfect strangers in a lot of ways on day one to by the time we come back together and um, on Friday, there's such there's this new sort of fr- fr- certainly friendly competition vibes, but also just general general pride and and uh, group identity. So that's um, it's exciting to see. Yeah, so for our listeners who may be a little bit less familiar with what a case competition is, do you want to talk about yes. uh, what it exactly entails? Um, maybe yep. not not the specific problem, although we yep. sort of talked around it that maybe it involves some form of UVA athletics question. And it's changed year to year. Mm-hmm. Um, this year it is um, focused on the, the football team at UVA, and so there's that. Who knows what the future has in store? But in general, the way that we do case competitions during the, the Leadership Residency Week is um, we, we break up the, the full cohort – typically into four smaller groups, and then those teams um, work together um, to compete against the other teams. So the idea at the end of, it, of the week is the, the smaller subset of teams that have the best presentation um, get voted on to the finals, and then um, and that's when sort of even if it wasn't your particular group of five or six students, um, it might have been from your uh, from your the groups of four that you identified with. So you, you, you get there and you're really excited for that group to win. Forget about whether the presentation was the best or not. You just want your group to win. And so I think that's sort of fun and exciting and, uh, you know, and if it if the fun and excitement isn't brought naturally just by the competition, we do have Cabman. If we need to get Cabman on a horse, I, I, I'll have to do some, some work, pull some strings. But. I think you know somebody. I, if you could get Squishy Cabman, uh-huh. you get pretty close to actually getting Cabman You're on right. a horse. You're right. I don't know if the auditorium would hold a horse, but, you know, room for improvement next year. <laughs> That's right. Class of 2022. Yes. Heads up. Um, <laughs> I think that's always fun. I think last year there were even T-shirts involved. Yeah, um, T-shirts. T-shirts. And chants and cheers. And so, yeah. Well, I'm excited. You're excited. We're all excited. Uh, this is, as I mentioned, for the admissions team, such a thrilling moment because, you know, the class slowly but surely comes together. We start in September, October, November. We pick up students along the way. You start in May, June, you start to say, okay, this we know what this group is going to look like. But this is the moment where you really get to have everybody in a room and yes. say, this is the class of 2021. And you remember where you started. This is where you are. And it's obviously a great story uh, that unfolds slowly, monthly. Yes. Um, but this is this is in many ways the reason why we do our job. Absolutely, it must feel so exciting and rewarding for sure. you. Yeah, totally, yep. totally. And then we start all over again. And um, we start all over so again. Uh, if, the interesting thing is, um, so we're recording this on. Should note this is August nine. Mm-hmm. Um, orientation starts on August ten, and we will launch our application for the class of twenty two. 2022 next week. Woo! So kicking off next week. So we're excited about that. That's that's actually you know it's just 
It's a great time of year, isn't it? It is. It is. It all comes together right here. So, Callie, thank you so much for taking time out of an extremely busy day, extremely busy week, uh, to be here on the podcast and to share more about orientation in LR1. Thank you so much for having me. It's a lot of fun uh, to talk with you and, uh, and and certainly to to talk about just, you know, take a minute, take a breath, and really reflect with you. Thanks for, for inviting me. My pleasure. And that was my conversation with Callie Thompson, Director of Executive Degree Programs at the Darden School of Business. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at exec, that's E-X-E-C, MBA at darden.virginia.edu. Till next time, thanks for listening.